Ron, let's just kind of start with your history with Belmont. How, how far do you go back with this school? Well, when I was 12 years old in 1955, Belmont had their first team. And uh, I went to a small Baptist church out in southeast Nashville. Uh, it was out in the country in those days, but it's <laughs> pretty much in the city now. And and our uh, one of our church leaders asked me to go to a Belmont game. And he was a ministerial student at Belmont at the time. And so I got to see my first game in the 55-56 season. Uh, it was a great experience. I was kind of hooked. And when it came time to uh, go to college, I kind of recruited myself to come here. Coach Bird, uh, Rick Bird, arrived on the scene in 1986. When he was first here, what were some, some of the thoughts about him, you know, whether it was fans or, or players or so forth? Bill Trout came to me right after I left coaching. I was out one year. He came to me and he says, I want you to come and coach our basketball team. Uh, I'd been offered the Belmont job twice in the past and didn't take it. I'd always wanted to come back here and coach. And I said, Dr. Trout, I just got involved in business with a good friend of mine, another Belmont alumnus, and uh, I've just started to work with them, and I have a vested interest in what we're doing. Uh, I'm going to tell you a guy that you need to talk to. His name is Rick Bird, and he's at Lincoln Memorial University. So they called Rick while we were there that day. They set up an interview, which had to be three days later because Rick had another game in the playoffs. So when Rick came down to visit here, they didn't know anything about him. Kenny Sidwell was dean of students. Bill Trout was president. They didn't know Rick Bird from John Wooden. But as it turns out, Rick Bird is Belmont's Johnny Wooden, and he came here three days later. They hired him on the spot, and the rest is history. It wasn't always called the Battle of the Boulevard, but that's what it's been known as. What about the early years of how that developed with Coach Bird here and Coach Meyer at Lipscomb? Well, i tell you, one of the things that Rick did here I thought – uh, never got enough uh, credit, and that is uh, uh, Rick Region and Joe Biddle and I started a group called the Nashville Area Athletic Club, which has now morphed into the National Sports Council. We started that in 1988, and uh, the summer of 1990, 1989, uh, we were looking for a service project where we could make a significant contribution. We picked the uh, Burn Center at Vanderbilt Hospital as the uh, beneficiary of whatever funds we could raise, and I volunteered. I said, I think we ought to try to promote a big Belmont-Lipscomb game. And so I called Don Meyer and Rick Bird, and they both agreed to do it, and I said, well, let's get together and talk about the specifics of that game. So uh, we promoted the first, quote, Battle of the Boulevard. I still have the T-shirt. And uh, 1990. But one of the things about Coach Bird is I called both coaches, uh, initiated the game. Coach Meyer would not give up his home game. Hmm. Rick said, I'll give it up. And I thought, I thought Belmont's giving up the home court to, to participate in the game uh, was a, really a show of great sportsmanship and the 30,000-foot view of something that was really special. And sure enough, it was a – very, very special night, one of, the, one of the most special nights ever in this city, and certainly put the Battle of the Boulevard on the map. Going forward, the decision to go from NAIA to the NCAA, uh, you know, when, when things like that are done, there are people on both sides, some that want to stay, you know, where you're comfortable and others who want to take that plunge and, and see what could be ahead. What do you remember about that, that decision that was made? You know, one of the guys that was probably one of the most important people of that era was Jamie Tillman. 
he wore many hats while he was here, but one of those was athletic director. And Jamie uh, also did a tremendous fundraising for Belmont. And Jamie was able to go out and, and I, I guess he thought ahead and he was a visionary in a lot of ways. And he helped do that a lot. Dr. Trout was also involved in, in setting the groundwork for that. And Dr. Fisher took the ball and ran with it. Uh, it's great these days. You know, have several players playing overseas in the pros. You have Ian Clark, who's played in the NBA, Beaumont's first, you know, NBA right. player. And, uh, you know, and Coach Bird just keeps on rolling, you know. How have you seen him change and stay the same over the years he's been the coach over the, these three decades he's been here? Well, the one way he's stayed the same is he has always had just a terrific competitive edge. And it uh, doesn't settle. Uh, he, he demands uh, high character on his teams. He doesn't put up with any garbage or any foolishness at all. People love him. You know, you think about the early years of the NCAA, you know, it was it was almost like a, a vagabond program in a way where you're not in a conference and trying to figure out games to play and all that and, you know, just, just some rough seasons. Get into the Atlantic Sun, uh, a division championship in 2003. You know, I think about some of the, the you know, the, the players on, on the you know first few teams when, when I call the games, uh, Adam Son, Adam Mark, Steve Draven, you know, Wes Burtner before that. Uh, you know, you could kind of see that that foundation building toward what the program is today. Right. A really, uh, I'd say one of the uh, bell cow memories of that whole thing happened in the dome at East Tennessee State when Belmont beat Lipscomb to go to the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament. That that game, when Belmont came from behind, won in the last few seconds. That game probably catapulted Belmont into the mindset that they've been able to enjoy. Sure for the last 10 or 12 years. Uh, one, one game we kind of passed over was the win at Missouri. That was a big one back then, too, in the 03-04 season. Your first time you, know, you go on the road to Columbia and beat a you know, team I believe was nationally ranked at the time. And that, that was a, an, an attention getter for sure. Right. Uh, that game, the Missouri game, the Alabama game, the Cincinnati game, mm-hmm. you can go back and pick those games out. And with every one of those, you change the mindset. You mentioned you know going back a few years, those wins over Cincinnati and Alabama and Stanford. The win in North Carolina was a special one, too. You <laughs> go to Chapel Hill, and, and uh, you know, I was thinking our, our seat was at the scores table. I'm sitting in between Coach Bird and and, uh, and Roy Williams on the other end. That, that's a lot of wins between those two guys and J.J. Mann stepping up and make those shots at the end. That that was another of the most special games I can remember. That's really, that, that validated the Duke game uh, mm-hmm. with a win on the road against uh, one of the top five programs in the country. So, uh, again, you get your gear out and you wear it for a week or so. <laughs> Be proud. The Duke games were big, too. Oh, that was huge. The game in 2008 in Washington, D.C., I, I still have people ask me about that. Duke ended up winning by one point. Henderson drove it and scored at the end. But there, there are some points in that game where it, it gives me chills to think about. Uh, Belmont you know, was ahead late, and you start thinking, CBS has switched the entire nation over to watch this game, and yeah. everybody who's not a Duke fan is pulling for Belmont nationwide. And you kind of have these visions of these people in, you know, in sports bars and everywhere else watching this game, pulling for Belmont. And that, that to me, you know, I've seen a lot of great stuff, but that, that was a really special. Even, even though Belmont uh, came up short, it, it was really something. Well, that was that, that uh, you know, you, you really pull out all your Belmont gear and wear them every day for the next while. <laughs> but, but, you know, Belmont has doubled their enrollment in 10 years. And for a school to do that and build the buildings that have been built here, Dr. Fisher has taken it to a different level. Belmont commands respect now, and it's something that when I started here, that's the other end of the spectrum. Sure. And now uh, the respect Belmont commands in this whole area and around the country is pretty amazing.